What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. The famous rant edition, I think, is what the sports show is going to be called today. You know, Papa Dude, I'm really sick of talking about Oklahoma, but it seems like (laughs) something always comes up this year. Uh, News broke Caleb Williams in the transfer portal uh, officially about two hours ago. Uh, just the initial thoughts when you heard about Caleb Williams, not surprised, none whatsoever. Uh, I've seen all the chat, all the things in the chat and everybody thinks that, that I'm horribly upset because of him and what it's going to do to Oklahoma. No, I'm pissed off about it, what it's doing to the sport. I love. We no longer have college football, folks. We have the NFL well, at the collegiate level. We have NFL uh, junior or, it's, you know, NFL light. Yes. It, it's crazy, It, but it's almost worse. It because is. Because in the NFL, you have a contract, and if you want yes. to lock a guy up for two years, three That's years, right. you negotiate that and you do that. These guys are these guys are one year, and, and then the next year they could be anywhere, and the next year they could yeah. be anywhere. We have definitely entered the free agency period well, of college football. Free agency is what it is, and they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something. I am sick at this yeah. because this is my passion. College football is my passion, not just Oklahoma. It's college football in general. Yeah. And and what we're what we're looking at are a bunch of guys who are very savvy. Okay, these guys like him. And others. And by the way, before we get any farther, he may come back to Oklahoma. I don't. You know what? I, that's not even the issue. The issue yeah. is he's holding everybody ransom. I want to read his statement. He said, "I've got to see who may offer the best preparation and development for my future career." Mm-hmm. That is such a pile of crap. <laughs> what uh, lawyer came up for that? With him, you know, yeah. came up with that for him. No, 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 no. That's not what this is about. This is holding out for the most money I can get. And yeah. that's simple. Holding out for me and my parents and their parent. his parents are behind all this crap, too. They're very, very savvy. These people mm-hmm. are savvy. College football as we know it, is gone. It is gone. And it didn't take very long for this NIL thing to ruin the whole deal. We kind of knew it was going to. I didn't think it'd take this. I thought it'd last a little longer before they tried. They figured out how to uh, manipulate everybody. So now the very thing that the NCAA has tried to do for years, which is to keep cheating from happening, is now legal. Mm Mm-hmm. Give them whatever they want, whatever they want. So 
He's playing Russian roulette, whatever, with everybody. How much yeah. are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? I'll come here. How much are you going to give me? Now, if that's not what he's doing, I apologize to him. But that <laughs> is what he's doing. I was going to say, that is what he's doing, absolutely. Uh, okay, a few things. Dennis says uh, there are, are there are some um, some circumstances that I can understand the transfer portal. Bo Nix, uh, you know, is one. Jalen Hurts, when he came to Oklahoma, is one. Here's the deal. I don't disagree with the transfer portal. It's the two together, the transfer portal and right. the NIL together. Right. Because the transfer portal is one thing. You you actually are, you know, going to another school to try to maybe get a better coaching staff. Maybe their offense fits you better, things like this. This situation, and it's not just him, like you said, it's it's yeah. it's widespread. It's basically where can I get paid the most now? Exactly. You know, and and you said another thing that makes a lot of sense. It, it the problem is he's not made his decision, and then it's holding Oklahoma from making their decision. So you can see where this is going. It's all just a big snowball effect. Okay, somebody took Oklahoma's quarterback. Okay, now Oklahoma has to go take somebody's quarterback, yeah. and then on and on and on down the line. And you remember, Papa Dude, the first show we did, we talked about this, right? Yes, we did. And what did you say? You said the rich will get yeah. richer, and the poor will get poorer, and that seems to be what's happening. It absolutely. And here's the other thing. Remember when we used to think, and I really believe it used to be this way. They played for whatever team you like, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Oklahoma, because they love to play for that uniform. Remember when we used to think that? It used to be even, it really wasn't even that long ago. I can remember back when I was maybe high schooler, it felt like that where now it definitely is starting to wane, you know, and it's more of who's the highest bidder. Okay. Yeah. I'll play for them this year. Wait, who's the highest bidder this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go to them. And what Jason said is true. Most of the top players are going to do exactly what Caleb is doing. It's exactly, it's a, it's all a money grab. How can it not be a money grab? There are no rules to this no whatsoever. Rules. These kids are 18, 19, 20 years old. And, you know, in Caleb's Caleb Williams situation, we're talking about a million dollars or more in some of these other situations, like, you know, a Texas A&M offensive lineman, he's got a hundred thousand dollars supposedly mm -hmm. in this new recruiting class. It's a lot of money mm -hmm. guys. Even to me, that's a lot of money. All right. Think about when you were 18 years old, how much well, money that is. Well, a lot of these guys come from no money. They don't have any money. A lot of these guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, you're right. There's no rules. It's it's not okay. It's sleazy as it can be. Yeah. But it's not illegal. Yep. And these guys got their hands out, and their parents got their. They probably even got agents dealing with them now. I think I think they do uh, in, in some ways, and I think the universities that are ahead of the curve kind of have agents facilitating these deals as well uh, for them. So yeah, it's it's crazy, and and it's like. We were talking right before the air. Oklahoma's not crying poor. It's not like they can't no. come up with the money, but they don't have as much money as some of these other schools. When you're talking about boosters, we talk about Texas. You talk about Texas A&M. Oh, you might have, you know, let's just throw out a number. I don't know what it is. Ten guys that, that have a ton of money that right. they can back. Texas may have 50. A&M may have 50, you know? Right. And what about these traditional administrators at these universities that think this is bad, that they have fought for years to make sure this doesn't happen. 
Yeah. And now suddenly you're going to sell your soul to the devil just so you can keep up with everybody else. Yeah. And it's interesting. The athletic director at OU, uh, they, they put out a release and they mentioned, Hey, we're working just, they had to say, we have in NIL deals we're working on. We're trying to facilitate that. That's yeah. the world we're in right now because I think the wide speculation at OU and I'm sure other places are, uh Oh, we don't have the money to yeah. compete with these schools. We don't have our NIL deals correct or right or whatever. It, there's a ton of changes that are going to have to be made. I, I I think once a kid commits to a school, they're going to have to say, okay, you're there two years maybe. And it, hey, NIL, the most a kid can make is X amount. Right. right now, what it reminds me of is a league that doesn't have a salary cap, right? Exactly. That's why you make a salary cap. That's why most uh, pro uh, pro sports have a salary cap to, exactly. to combat this kind of problem, right? Yeah, it, it just goes back to what I very first said. We no longer have college football. Yeah. We have, as you said, NFL Junior. Only yeah. worse. Yeah, and, and Jason points out Oregon, another school that has a guy like Phil Knight. So, But, yeah, another great example, but go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good example. And, and, and Phil Knight is a booster of the University of Oregon. That's fine as long as you have him under control. And he's donated money the legal way mm-hmm. in facilities to make the place better. Now he can do whatever he wants if he chooses to do so. Yeah. And it's out of, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, and again, I, I mean, people think that I'm upset that OU's football just went down the tubes folks. It's going on everywhere. If you want to root for a team like Texas A&M that's paying all their guys, I don't want to root for this. I just don't. Yeah. It's, it's sleazy and it's ruined what I loved about this sport. Yeah, I'm kind of with you too cuz here's the deal. Okay, I don't want Caleb Williams to leave. I mean, I think everybody knows it's washed us through the year. We think he has tremendous talent, right? Well, I think he's a I think he's but, very intelligent. I think he's the, a special person. But at the same time, it's Oklahoma and mm-hmm. we'll just go get another one. I really believe that maybe, maybe not as good as Caleb Williams, but Oklahoma, like people today were like, Oh, if Caleb leaves, we have no quarterbacks guys, we can use the portal too. We'll just go get somebody else. And then like I said, and it's the schools and, and believe me when I say I'm like with you, I love college football. I mean, I I sit there and watch all these bowl games Mm -hmm. and I, I think having a team like Cincinnati (laughs) in the playoff is good. You know, but we're getting further and farther away from letting guys like uh, our teams like Cincinnati, uh, you know, in the playoff. It's the the gap is going to be tremendous now. Well, and now every year you're going to be faced with this. Like, is this guy going to stay? Is he going to is he going to leave? Have we done something to make him mad? How would you like to be a coach with these guys? Yeah, it's 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 practically impossible. So I want to throw this comment up here real quick because uh, – not that one. Sorry, Sandy. Uh, but to Michael's comment, he said, unpopular opinion, sports and education institutions shouldn't be mixed. I don't think they really are anymore. I think yeah. it's name only. With, with, with yeah. what's going on now, it's name only. Like, it is. It, yeah, sure, they're playing for Oklahoma. They're playing for Alabama. But that team and that institution are pretty much two different things. Oh, they're totally separate. They live in different places. They're 
they 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 are fed differently you know these yeah. athletes are controlled by whatever sport they're playing yeah um it is they're not part of the college no like it used to be and 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 they're there simply to see if they can get to the NFL that's basically what it's come down to and here's another thing not very damn many of them are going to make the NFL yeah it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. I This is just, you know, and again, he could be on the up and up and he wanted to take a vacation and clear his mind and all of that. But I think he's had plenty of time to make up his mind, whether he can get along with Brian, uh, Brent Venables and the new offensive coordinator, you know? Yeah. And listen, I think right now, like Michael, again, I, you, you might be thinking you're having a popular takes. I kind of no, think outside funding to, to control the NFL junior leagues. I don't think we're that far away from doing it because oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael, I, I, I'm going to pull your comment up here. Uh, you're talking about, uh, uh, there it is. Salary caps are for socialists. Well, you know, every, every league, is going to employ a salary cap, and I think that's going to happen with college football. I mean, it, with college athletics in general, because it's just it's not it's not going to work. It's not going to work the way it is right now. So there's a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of things that have to work out. Here's the problem: we have prehistoric people running the NCAA that have to figure out new problems that well, that, that new minds need to learn to figure it out, and not these people that that have operated under these old rules for for 100 years i don't think this is an ncaa problem i don't think there's anything to do about it yeah no that's true but they but they they need to set the guidelines they're gonna have to step up and come up with something okay can somebody then take them to court and the courts decide that their guidelines are not legal because that's what's happened they didn't the ncaa didn't want this to happen yeah so I just don't, I think this is just a problem that uh, when you take this to court, I guess the courts probably ruled correctly. But at the same time, you know, we've got to get back to why you go to college. Yeah. And why you're given a full ride scholarship and why that should be important to you. That's what these parents and these kids need to learn because I'm going to tell you people that chances of your little darling playing professional sports is nil. It is practically nil. That's the problem, right? And and everybody's treating it like, well, this is a step to the next step. That's not how this is. No. A very, 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 very few percentage of of these college athletes are going to be professional. If that's just how it is. Right. And they don't, their, their, their years, years of service in the NFL. It's not very long. Yeah. Another limited thing. And, and maybe you make the NFL if you're very good and you play one year and then what? Yeah. So absolutely, that's the thing. Yeah. That's a, that's definitely the thing that's, that's, that's just a, it's a big time, big time right. problem. Uh, Jason's right. He also said these coaches, they got to do something where the coaches can't up and leave. The problem is it works both ways, but you can't say you can't up and leave, but we can fire you at any time, you know? So that's, that's something that you're yeah. just never going to be able to fix. Unfortunately, it, 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 you can't. And it, it, it's a, it's a problem. 
Uh, the transfer portal is a huge problem. Uh, I know we went round and round on it. Um, to me, the system they had before worked. You can transfer, but you lose a year. You have to sit out a year. And I know that their coaches leave, the coaches that recruited them, and you have a very valid point, but we see what happens when you loosen the rule, Yeah, they take advantage of it. Yeah. And um, if you have to sit out a year, that makes you hesitate a little bit about leaving. So, again, we've got to get it through to kids and parents. You're going to college to play yeah. football and get an education first. If you make it to the NFL, that's fine. What parents are seeing is this huge money mm -hmm. that's out there to be made by these athletes, but they don't realize their kid may not be as good as they think he is. Yeah. And that's the problem. And I saw it in high school over and over and over again. So the problem is I think that ship has sailed. And so they've got to regulate it as best they can. And, and right now, like I said, it's a wild, wild west out there. It is. And, and you can't blame them for taking the money. No, no, I don't blame the kids one Absolutely bit. Absolutely not. I None. just don't. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Ah, okay. Dennis made a good point. There's, there's really, it doesn't really feel like there's rivalries anymore uh -uh. because it's kind of just, well, you, you know, the passion of, oh, I grew up a fan of Team X and I'm going to go play for them. Well, it's kind of over and the, and the kids are changing schools and everything else. So, you know, loyalty. There's no loyalty. That's what it is. There's no loyalty. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote an article on a Bulls season, and it was, a, it was a great Bulls season. It really was. Yeah. And I wrote an article about loyalty, and it's gone. And um, what this opting out of the bowl games, which mm -hmm. is becoming so common for these players, you know, it makes no sense to me. You work – with your teammates every day through the summer, through summer football uh, preseason practices, which are brutal. Mm -hmm. You play the games. You get a reward to go to a bowl game, usually in some sort of warm climate. It's like a week vacation and you get to play a game one last time with your players, with your friends, yeah. the coaches, for the university that kissed your ass and made you a rock star. Right. And you don't do it because you have no loyalty to the institution. You yeah. only are thinking about yourself yeah. and the chance you have to make money. And it's, I, it's just a problem we can't fix. Yeah. It's, it's out of control right now. And uh, Michael Meyer said, Hey, he runs a youth basketball league with 800 kids in it. I agree. Every parent thinks they have the next Jordan, uh, you know, Michael, working at a, a sporting good store. I know what you're going to say, Aaron. I know what you're going to say. For as long as we did, it, and it was it's 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 a fine line when you're in that situation, and maybe your situation as well, Michael. Parent comes in and and bragging and how great their kids are, and every one of them is the next great player that's going to be coming through, you know. And it's just like you got to bite your tongue because you want them to spend money at your store, but you also want to tell them. I guarantee you they're not as good as you think they are. So No, and you know what I used to tell them too, especially kids playing basketball. Uh, the first thing I would say 
to them is, is your kid white? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> you're playing basketball. You're I know basketball. I shouldn't say that, but yeah, what are the chances of your son yeah. making money in the NBA if he's white? Yeah, that's absolutely Do right. Do the math, people. Yeah. Do yeah. the math. Have you watched an NBA game? Have you watched any any athletic event at that level? <laughs> you know, I tell I you know I I, I tell people because you and I have been so privileged to go to OU and be close to these players and see them. Yeah, they're freaks. Their yep. size, their ability to run, it's unbelievable. And Every kid should go down there and see how big and powerful these people are. And every parent should. You yeah. know? So it's just, it's out of control. <laughs> people loved the, uh, the the basketball comment there. Bobby yeah. Dude, uh, <laughs> welcome to the segment of Is This Racist on the Dude's Passport? Well, I knew you were going to say that, but. No, was, you know what? It's not. It's not. It's, not it's reality. It's truth. Yeah, it's not, you, didn't say anything, you didn't say anything wrong. You said that the, the the reality of the situation. I mean, I'm with you on it. I, I, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, let's see. We've got uh, we've got so many comments here. I can't keep up. Uh, I, I had a few up here that I really liked, and then oh, there's some dandies. I tell you, ran it on something else. Let's see here. Pull up a little farther past the Michael Myers. There it says, "Hey." Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, uh, so yeah, it's 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 up. Jody said, uh, but don't the players have a chance to make the money while they can't? I, you know, I don't really think the money part of it is the problem. No, I think the amount. I think everybody just needs to have some sort of cap. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind these guys getting paid, but I don't think, you know, we're off to the highest bidder of okay, he's offering a million, he's offering two, he's offering three you know, and get into a bidding war. I think, I think it's gotta be regulations to it, but I do like that they're getting paid. I do like well, that they're I, making a little bit of money. I'm going to argue with Jody here just a little bit. Cause I'm okay. old Jody. They're getting paid. They're going to college free, right? They're getting a free college education. They're no different than anybody that's played that damn sport forever and ever. Why should they suddenly start getting paid? Yeah. No one else has. Yeah, but I think I think they should suddenly start getting paid because that's wrong that nobody before them did. Well, they they are getting a stipend each month. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. They don't know this. I'm gonna tell, I'll throw one more thing out there, and I know this is chicken feed compared to what they can make with the NIL. Yeah. This is what each Oklahoma player got before they went to the Alamo Bowl. Okay. Okay. Every player got a new pair of Jordan tennis shoes. Two hundred dollars okay. Jordans. Yeah, that's two hundred dollars probably. Every yeah. player mm-hmm. got one. They got two Nike and or Jordan hoodies. Okay, mm-hmm. well, hundred dollars a piece. Yep. Okay, they got sweat outfits, sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Okay, shorts. They got like three or four outfits to wear at the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Okay. This is on top of twice through the season getting all of this equipment given to them, all Nike, Jordan brand stuff yeah. given to them because they play at OU. 
or Arkansas or Alabama or any other place. It's not yeah. just Oklahoma. When they got to the Alamo Dome, by the way, they don't stay in the Super 8 <laughs> or Motel 6. Yeah. They stay in the most luxurious hotels there is in mm -hmm. whatever place they go. Okay. And they're down there, what, a week? Yeah. Weeks paid vacation, basically. When they got off the bus and they went to a meeting room, they were given $450 cash, every single one of them, and a gift card worth $500 that yep. they could spend wherever they wanted. Yep. I'm sorry, folks. I feel no sympathy for them whatsoever because you talk to any college kid that's not on a full scholarship what he thinks about that. And I guarantee you what the answer would be. Yeah, for, for sure. And, and again, I don't, I don't disagree that they're pampered. I also disagree. They should be able to earn something like, for example, uh, a kid uh, at OU this year, uh, he did a podcast uh, every week with, uh, with one of the websites, mm -hmm. that, that kind of stuff. I don't think that's hurting anybody, you know, no. um, I had made a great interception and they printed t-shirts with his that's logo. Fine. I, I don't think that's hurting anything. That's what this NIL was intended to be. And I think that stuff's fine. Yeah. The local car dealership wants you to do a commercial. Great. Yeah. No problem. But you cannot be saying, here's $2 million. Come to our, come to our school. That's what they've got to limit. They're, I think you've got the right idea. There's a cap. Yeah. On how much each guy can make. Yeah. And, and Jody's right. They are the ones that are taking a chance getting hurt. There is. A, and again, Jody, I, I think I'm with you. I think they should be compensated uh, somewhat. So, well, okay. But you got to be against going and selling your services to the highest bidder. Right. You have to be against that. Right. Yeah. That isn't right. If yeah. you want to, if you want to do a uh, little radio show, I don't see anything wrong with that either. Mm -hmm. But I think you got the right idea. There needs to be a cap. Yeah, and Lindsay chimes in and, and, and basically saying social media inter, uh, actions with the mm -hmm. followers, YouTube channel views, TikTok views, seller jerseys, merchandise, stuff like that. But company endorsements maybe should not be allowed. Yeah, I think that's. I think pretty much that that sums it up. Um, yeah, I, it's a mess that we can't fix. Yeah, it, it is a mess. And like I said, I, I think the biggest problem is we love college athletics we and we are fearful that it's going to be ruined. And uh, I don't and I think uh, I can't remember, Mark, I think he said something about, you know, they got to see this and it's going to maybe they can make it go back to the way it was. I think we're too far gone. I, I don't think we're going to go back to the way it was. I think once this this floodgate opened, then all of a sudden. We are where we are with this. So. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. You may know this was a court-ordered thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So how can you go back to – how can you fix it? I don't know how you can. Yeah. If yeah. it was court-ordered and the sudden – because I guarantee you the NCAA had nothing to do with this. They didn't want this to happen. Right. Yeah. I, I I think it yeah it was a court ordered thing they were trying to get it blocked for sure um, yeah and and you know Mark is a fan of Wyoming and Mark again I saw your comment they lost mm -hmm. a, he said eleven starters to, yeah. the, to the portal and I mean how does how does Wyoming 
compete with NIL? How does Wyoming replace 11 starters? They can't. These are guys that you recruit and you think they're going to be there four years. I mean, that 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 situation, you got to just ignore that. You got to you got to every year it's going to turn over. But that's mm-hmm. only going to hurt schools like Wyoming, schools like what you know, Mark, you know, roots for. And you know, it's just it's it's just going to make it worse and worse. And I think uh, I think you know, Michael Myers said something about well, the gap's already pretty big, and that's true. It, it is. is, but it, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. So. Yeah, it, it, it's a mess. Oh, here we go. What's Lincoln say? Lincoln said, at USC, you make a bowl game. We give you a cameo appearance in Tinseltown. There so, you go. Uh, yeah. Lincoln is uh, definitely lobbying for Caleb Williams tonight. I'm surprised. I thank you, Lincoln, for joining us while you're yeah. trying to. I would, I would like to hear your two cents since you're an expert on recruiting these brats. <laughs> well, you know, last thing. It's kind of a mystery why Lincoln Riley left still. I wonder if this had a lot to do with it. I wonder if he saw the writing on the wall and said, well, USC probably got the donors, probably got the backing. You know, I was thinking, seriously, I was thinking about that today. I really was. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I I was thinking that maybe, maybe he did see this. Maybe he was wanting NIL deals and the administration might have said, no, we're not going down that road. You know, I don't know. Well, yeah. as recruiting heavy as he was, I think this does start to kind of point towards, uh-oh. Yeah. You know, maybe this was part of it. Maybe OU does have some problems. And then OU, if they do lose Caleb Williams, I think that speculation uh, just escalates. Here's something I hadn't thought of until Kevin brought it up. Imagine if Team Boone Pickens could have participated. Team Boone Pickens, if you guys don't know who that is, a big booster the Oklahoma State Cowboys, he passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, this would be been his dream, uh, yeah. right, to have this situation. Well, it's like Phil Knight we were talking about in Oregon. Same thing, yeah. And that's why the NCAA had rules against this. Mm-hmm. And that's why this could blow sky high. Uh, T. Boone Pickens loved Oklahoma State athletics, yep. so he donated money to improve the facilities and then got the facilities named after him because that was the legal thing he could do to support the program. I have nothing. I see nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what he would think of this today. That, that is definitely uh, for sure. Uh, Mark says famous Idaho to potato bowl for life. Jason Hollow made a good comment. He said, notice Lincoln Riley shows up and magic has disappeared. I've wondered about that. Very interesting. Dennis checking out. See you Thursday, Dennis. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Mark said, Kevin, spot on. Collegiate powers could be shifted by schools who have billionaire trustees. Absolutely right. And yeah, Lincoln chimes in with Phil Knight at Oregon. Uh, Lincoln, you got OJ Simpson. Maybe he can help out. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said that. Oh, that's good. Should have said it. All right. Yeah, OJ Simpson, Reggie Bush. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll throw this up one more time. I think this could make <clears throat> big time, big time difference. But, you know, here's the other thing. I'm going to finish with this, and then we're going on to uh, NFL rants. <laughs> I, okay, I'm trying to think. If I had a lot of money where I could help, I I just feel like I wouldn't want to just hey i'll just throw some money at some kids so my where i went to college is better at football (laughs) like i think the people that do this are losers i really i'm sorry like 
If I had a lot of money, that's like the last thing I would want to do. I think what they are are wannabe athletes, most of them, that weren't any good. And so they're kind of big shots. And this is a way they can go to anything they want to go to. They get the best seats. They get to hobnob with the coaches. That's what I think. I could be wrong, but that's kind of what I think. Yeah, I you're you're right. I just I don't know. I, I we're huge fans, and I'm like I don't. If I had a ton of money, but no, Aaron, I, you know I was so excited about the season. Yeah, I had really lost a lot of interest in OU football compared to what I what I usually am. Yeah. And then all this went down, and and Venables was hired, and he said all the right things, and Stoops got us all fired up again, and it looked like we were heading the right way, and now. I'm down in the dumps again. And this by Mark is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I heard OJ Simpson and Bernie Sanders are going to be in a mittens commercial where OJ makes sure they <laughs> And Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln comes in and says, OJ can intimidate players to come to SC. <laughs> you better put the knives up, Lincoln. And a lot of people uh, do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, all the boosters and powerful people step up. <laughs> Here comes the Ivy League, Harvard, Yale in the 2029 National Championship. That would be great. <laughs> uh, it's a new world we live in, man. Right. I, it's, uh, I don't think that rule pertains to the Ivy League. I don't know whether you can do the NIL in the Ivy League. <laughs> I bet you can. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's let's move on. We do have uh, some NFL to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I guess last comment to, to sum this up and, and uh, to Papa D's point, Mark says, my love for of college football dropped a peg or two this year. Yeah, I I don't think that's a wrong statement. I, I you know, I think in the pros, we there there's no bones about it. They are what they are. Exactly. In college, maybe it was going on behind the t- on, behind the scenes, but it was yeah. like, oh, this is kind of more of a pure sport situation, whatever. And now it's like, yeah, that's not at all. If not, it's even worse. So, um, yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. Before we get into this, let's briefly, uh, if we're done with, I think we're done with this segment. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. Let's briefly talk about the Final Four. The playoff? Yeah, just well, briefly. We were going to do that, so let's do it first since it's here with the college. I'll pull that up now, and then we'll talk NFL. Let me pull up uh, college. I was definitely going to do that, so if you want to do that now, we can definitely yeah, do we don't Okay, you want to talk about the final four first. Uh, I mean, well, no, oh, you game by game, or do you have a well, have let's, just, let's just go through the bowl games real quick, and then. Okay. Then well, we'll start with the final four, I guess, then, because that was uh, uh, New Year's Eve. Cincinnati and Alabama. Alabama wins 27-6. to six. This really wasn't ever much of a game. Uh, you kind of knew from the start Alabama was going to win after you saw a couple of possessions. So, yeah, give us your thoughts on Alabama since Well, the only thing I wanted to mention, Aaron, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I texted you and told you what I what, what I found when I researched it. Uh, been, there have been 16 Final Four playoff games, 16. Mm-hmm. Do you know only three of them have been decided by one score? or less the other 13 have been just like these were total blowouts so are we getting the four best teams in there or are there just one or two teams every year or wouldn't it be better maybe to have a 12 team playoff maybe we could at least get a good game in there somewhere because these were horrible these games were both bad the other game was georgia 34 michigan 11 and listen 
Cincinnati, I, I saw some people saying, well, they didn't belong in it. Michigan was worse. Michigan Much was worse. a joke. That game could have been 80 to nothing. They sucked. Cincinnati, yeah. Cincinnati up front could hold their own. Right. On offense. Our, I mean, when, when Alabama was on offense, the defense in front of Cincinnati held their own. They couldn't block Alabama. That, yeah. that But they, they were able to keep it close. Michigan just got blew up both sides of the ball. They got slaughtered. Yeah. Here's the deal. Somebody texted me. Well, Eric, Eric Norris texted me and said, how could they have made this better? I said, really? Like Alabama and Georgia are the only two teams where they really were that good all year. Right? I guess. I don't know how they could have made it better. I don't either. I, I heard an interesting point today that I hadn't thought of. Uh, a lot of – a good point was these teams haven't played for a month. Yeah. There's too much time off between the, yeah. the, the, the Final Four and their last game of the season, and they do lose a little bit of, a, of an edge. Where if you had a 12-team playoff, they wouldn't be in this kind of condition when they got to the Final Four. Yeah. Absolutely. But and just, I think that's a lot of it. You, you see slow starts a lot of times from teams. Yeah, you know, I picked Cincinnati plus the points. And if you would have said, hey, Alabama scored 27, I would have said, great. Yes. Covered. You know, <laughs> but they, yeah. they couldn't move it. I just didn't. I anticipated them struggling, but not six points. Right. Struggling. Well, so. the other game is the one that just shocked me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not the fact that Michigan had trouble moving the ball, but I thought they could stop Georgia, and yeah. they didn't. So, yeah. Well, it was just a disgusting performance by Michigan. They were just awful in this game, and they were out outclassed completely. Yeah. Now, you talked about, hey, if we had a playoff, if that was 12 teams, maybe we would have better games. Well, here's some of the teams, not saying that they would have been matched up against each other, but here's some of the teams that would have been involved. That happened on New Year's Day. And the games were absolutely better, right? Oklahoma State and Notre Dame uh, in the Fiesta Bowl. Notre Dame gets way ahead. Looks like it's going to be a blowout. OSU comes back and wins 37-35. It was a great game. Fantastic game. And I, it hurts me to say this, but Oklahoma State showed a lot of courage and a lot of guts to come back from 28-7 to win, this, win that game. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're the best team in Oklahoma. I don't yep. care anybody. So by the way, we're not having any NIL problems up there. Yeah. Or at Notre Dame for that matter. Well, but, that's true. Uh, this next game would have been a playoff game if yep. there were 12 teams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ohio State in Utah. This was the best game of the, of any of the bowls, I think, in the Rose Bowl. Ohio State, another team, they get way behind. They come back and win it 48 to 45. A great game. It was a fantastic game. Entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I thought Utah played great. Uh, I really thought they might be able to stop them a little better than they did. Uh, but bottom line, Ohio State's got a few too many athletes for them on the offensive side. But is Ohio State the new Oklahoma? Yeah. Mike Zomich texted me that as well. He said, boy, this is like watching Oklahoma play. Yeah. And I said, well, What's really funny is uh, Papa Dude said, hey, they're the new Oklahoma uh, before the game. So, yeah, that turned out to be exactly right. It, it, it did look like uh, they were watching a, a, a OU or a Big 12 uh, game. So it was definitely interesting. Uh, and Lincoln says that Utah secondary. Ugh. Hey, Lincoln, that's who you get to face next year. So maybe Well, and he, need, he should know what poor secondaries are all about. Right? Yeah, 
That's right. He's he's played <laughs> he's played a lot of them. He's seen a lot of them at OU. Yeah. Yep. 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 And and Mark said Ohio State's a program that needs to use the portal NIL and recruiting to help the defense. Holy crap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and listen, they lost to Oregon this year because they couldn't stop them. They lost them. They couldn't stop Michigan, mm-hmm. right? Michigan yeah. did whatever they want on wanted on them, and then you saw what Michigan did when they went up against Florida. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely they're soft they, up front. They're yeah. soft up front. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on, Baylor and Ole Miss. This game kind of got ruined. Matt Coral Corral got hurt early in the game and that see that sucks he played in the game he didn't opt out and then he got hurt so that's that's terrible baylor wins at 21 to 7 great season for baylor oh it wasn't you talk about a tough team and you know that game was very low scoring even when he was playing you know yep. they were doing a good job against him i am very impressed with uh baylor i don't know if they'd have won uh had he not got hurt but anyway um yep. I bet uh, I, I bet he's still a high draft choice. I don't think him getting hurt. I don't think he tore his knee up or anything. No. Well, I don't think him getting hurt is going to hurt him in the pros. I think you're right about that. Uh, I, I I think uh, it just would have been nice to see him put up a big performance. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I think you're right. I don't think it really hurt his his future or anything no. like that. Thankfully. This was a great game. I thought you had to have enjoyed this too. The Iowa game against Kentucky. Down to the wire. Kentucky struggles on offense. Iowa struggles on offense. Iowa gets the lead. Kentucky, a dramatic late uh, touchdown to win this one. 20 so Did you enjoy this one? Oh, I loved every minute of it. I love watching Iowa play. And I and I, I didn't really mind that they lost because I really like Kentucky too. I, I, I like Mark Stoops. I think he's he does about as good a job as any. And I think the guy at Iowa does too. I thought Iowa was 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 valiant and coming or gallant in coming back in that game. You know they couldn't get anything going. Yeah. Typical Iowa came from nowhere, took the lead, and a great drive by Kentucky to win it. So that was a good way to start off what I thought was one of the best New Year Day New Year's Day games uh, list of games there's been in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So here I I totally agree. Here is a question. Uh, Russ says, are we worried about Levy going up against that Baylor defense after this showing, or was it more about the quarterback being out for this game? I Honestly, Russ, I didn't even think about it until you just said it. So, no, I'm not worried. Um, well, I, I'm worried about what kind of quarterback they're going to have. I was going to say, I'm more worried about is the old Miss quarterback that played the second half and the, the second quarter as well. Going to be our quarterback. <laughs> well, I'll just answer this too, Russ. Uh, having coached for a long time, good coaches normally have great players, and that's yeah. what makes them good coaches. So yeah. we'll see what the quarterback situation is at OU before we worry about Jeff yeah. Levy. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go on to the final game. Arkansas, Russ, your your Hogs get the job done, twenty four to ten. Kind of a Jekyll and Hyde uh, Razorback team. First quarter, it's like, oh boy, Arkansas is better, like way better. Second quarter, it's like, has Arkansas played football? And then the second half, Arkansas dominates this game. Really good win for the Hogs. Great season. They go nine and four for the Razorbacks. Yeah, I would say they can't wait till next year. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty impressed with their quarterback. You know, he's strong. And I think he's he's pretty young. I think he's going to get better. So, uh, yeah. Our family members always text me hating on him. 
like, shit, I think he's pretty good. And I mean, if Caleb Williams leaves, maybe we can buy. (laughs) (laughs) Russ, I'm coming down to Fayetteville to talk to Jefferson. (laughs) Oh, you know what I'm hearing is the guy, uh, and I don't know about this one, but it's uh, the Thompson kid at uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah, Casey Thompson. Yeah, Casey Thompson. Uh, Lindsay, you know. Lindsay, tell us uh, if you can there, Texas, who's the real tough uh, teams on the Arkansas schedule next year. I mean, I know the SEC's tough. Do they have some non-conference games? Yes, it's brutal. I'm, I'll, I'll let Lindsay text it, but it's brutally, brutally hard. Oh, okay. Their non-conference schedule is tough. Okay. Uh, Penn State was outmanned on defense, Russ says, for sure. And, and Russ said the defense really showed up, and he's right. They had a busted coverage where it looked like I, it's like, wow, I can't even believe that just happened. But other than that, like, especially the second half, they, they, they smoked them. So that was, it was a really, really good win. Okay. And, and yeah, Cincinnati comes to Fayetteville. Uh, Arkansas also goes to BYU. And mm. they also have Liberty, I believe, coming into Fayetteville. So three pretty quality teams yep. there. I don't think um, Cincinnati will be as good next year, though. Lindsay asked me a question uh, off air. He texted it to me. And this is, we'll round out college football by this. She asked, do you think the first timers in the playoffs made a difference? Meaning two teams that had experience in the playoffs, Georgia and Alabama, first two teams, Michigan and Cincinnati that did not. Do you think that made any difference? It could. It could. It's a circus. Those playoff games are a circus with the media coverage and all of that. Yeah. If you haven't been through it, uh, it could definitely present a problem. And there's no doubt Alabama's masters at handling the distractions that go on. So yeah, that's a good point. It could have happened. Yeah. I think it was a good question, uh, Lindsay. And I don't know why you text me when you're still writing on our chat, but uh, she says, uh, here's the schedule. They open up with Cincinnati. Then they go to BYU. They have Liberty and Oh yeah. Bobby Petrino comes to town and he brings the Missouri state bears. Yes, that's right. Bobby Petrino coaches the Missouri state bears and he's done a very good job, by the way. Uh, they will go to Fayetteville as well. So that yeah. uh, is, gonna, is a that's tough schedule. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Now let's move on to professional football, the NFL. I mean, do you even want to talk about the Monday night game? We don't have to, if you don't want to. I really, did you know Pittsburgh still got a shot? Yes. Yes. Pittsburgh still has a shot to make the playoffs. Uh, they must they win. Both teams. They got to win both and Indianapolis has to lose, I believe. Yes. And Indianapolis yeah. plays Jacksonville. So that's probably not going to happen, but they still do have a hope. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's all so, I want to talk about in the playoff in, in this game tonight. <laughs> yeah, big game for Pittsburgh, a meaningless game for the Browns. They are eliminated. Now, here's the big thing. This is what this game is all about. I have uh, Nick Chubb and Najee Harris on my fantasy team in the championship game tonight. These are my last two players. And who I'm playing has Baker Mayfield. And Ooh. I'm down by five points. So, so if you I can't need the Browns. five points, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Well – Okay. Pittsburgh's defense is terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. You would agree, right? Yep. Chubb should have a big game. Right? Yep. He should outplay Harris is what I'm trying to say. I have Harris, though. Oh, you got Harris, too. I have Harris and Chubb versus Baker Mayfield. Oh, I, I thought you had Mayfield and Chubb. I'm sorry. No. No. Okay. So you got both the running backs. Yeah, and the other guy's got uh, Kelby's Mayfield. got uh, Baker. Yeah, if I lose this, it's just the worst. 
So you know, because you've got a root against Baker, which is not good. If I had to bet, I'd bet on the two running backs over Baker. See, and here's I the thing, Russ says if it's a 24 man league, must be starting Baker. It's a 10 man league, Russ, but we play two quarterbacks. So that's it's so, but here's the deal. The guy in plan has been Roethlisberger and has chose to start Mayfield over Roethlisberger. I think that's a bad move. So I think I may have got lucky there. He might be thinking that uh, Pittsburgh's defense is so bad. Yeah. But I think Cleveland, if they win, is going to feature the running game more than Baker throwing it. I would think. Well, I think you're okay. I'm not too I, I think I'm better than okay, but I just know how it goes. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, big night. Uh, like I said, down five points. If I if I win, win the whole league. So it's it's a big fantasy night. That's it for me. Uh, all right, quickly we'll go through this. The Bills, uh, one step closer closer to clinching the division. Twenty nine to fifteen win over the Falcons. They they looked good. It was bad weather. They just had to get a win and get out of there. Uh, the Bears, we don't care about that. They did beat the Giants 29 to 3. Okay, here's another big rant here. If you watch no. this game, the Bengals win the North. They clinch it with a 34 31 win over the Chiefs. Boy, that is not even the start of the. I mean, <laughs> where do you begin? Absolutely horribly officiated game. I thought the Chiefs yeah, but- really got screwed. But Cincinnati. Has fourth and goal from the one with 50 seconds left in a 31-31 game and went for it and got stopped, but a penalty causes them to get another chance, offsetting penalties. And they didn't learn and say, you know what, maybe we should kick this field goal now. They went for it again. They got stopped again, but another penalty Mm -hmm. uh, caused them to get the ball. Then first and goal, they run out the clock and win on a field goal. What did you think about this? I This was made me the, the most mad out of anything maybe in uh, the, the last month. I, I I just was sitting there stunned. Yeah. You know, you could I, – I, I don't know. They, everything went exactly right for Cincinnati when it should have went all wrong. Yep. This is when if you're a coach, you go home and you – look up at the stars and say, thank you. I was living right today. Yep. Because if they don't get that penalty, by the way, it wasn't just a penalty. It was a hold, a defensive holding penalty, which gave them an automatic first down. Yep. I mean, everything. I remember when they, when they, they didn't get the time. Remember when it was like, what? Fourth and a, and a yard or third and a yard and they didn't score. They got a first down. Yep. What was it? Was it third down when they got that, or was that fourth down? Yeah, uh, I, I think it was third down. Yep. They got the they got they got what like half a yard is all they needed for the first down. Yep. And they and they got it and they didn't score. Romo said then, oh my God, that's exactly what they had what they needed to happen. Yep. Because the issue was keep the ball away from Mahomes, so he doesn't have enough time to come down and beat you. Mm-hmm. That was the issue. So then. If they don't get that penalty and they get stopped, do they fire that guy <laughs> for not kicking field goal? I mean, that's the dumbest move I think I have ever seen. I I just simply and you guys may disagree with me. You have to get points in that situation, and if he comes down and beats you, 
Well, he just comes down and beats you. That's just uh, the Chiefs had no timeouts. No, zero timeouts. So it would have been very hard to come down and score a touchdown. Now they may come down and tie it with a field goal. Yeah, but scoring a touchdown with that amount of time and no timeouts left—that's pretty hard to do. You know, I, Heather was down watching with me, but she wasn't really she wasn't really paying like attention, right? Just kind of like dancing up every once in a while. We're hanging out, and I'm yelling at the TV when there's two minutes forty seconds left, and Cincinnati has it at the one. I'm yelling. Let them score, Kansas City. Let them score. The worst thing you can do is let them run a bunch of timeout. Yeah, and that's what that's play. what you were ranting about. Yeah. So let them score, and then I didn't let them. I said, okay, maybe, maybe now. Never let them. And I was like, God damn, you guys, unbelievable. <laughs> and then they lined up to go for this on this fourth down, and yeah. I stood up and it was like, No, what are you doing? She glanced up and said, What is going on? I said. It's fourth and one. They're going to go for it. She looked at the TV. She goes, well, why would they do that? There's 50 seconds left. Just kick the field goal. <laughs> I said, exactly. And they run the play. And she's like, oh, my God. This is so yeah. dumb. And I was like, well, I don't know. There's flags. Maybe something happened. And, and then it was offsetting penalties. Offsetting. Heather was like, well, okay. Kick the field goal now. You saw what could happen. You got really lucky. Just kick it now for sure go for it again and i'm like oh my god I well he, he went for it once he went for it once he'd had to do it again <laughs> no i totally disagree he went for it once and he should have said okay that was oh well, yeah but that would have meant that would have uh meant he was wrong the first time you know think about it the two times they went for it they weren't close either no. time no well the play calls were horrible they and- were <laughs> Run the freaking ball. You just needed a foot. You know, run some kind of a, I don't know. It was awful. And I think maybe Randy Reed was sitting over there, and I think he was thinking, you know, this guy across the way, he's an idiot. So (laughs) I'm just going to take my chances. Well, at the end of the day, Andy Reed ended up, as it worked out, making the right call. I still would have let him score, but he got, I mean, just the Chiefs got some horrific calls and I'm, listen i'm not a chiefs fan oh i know but it was they got terrible calls in this game it was awful yeah. and i even text jared i'm like this is ridiculous what's happening right now in this game yeah um the one worry i would have is the chiefs defense did get torched in this game um kind of got outgunned a little bit joe burrow much bigger numbers uh at, from the quarterback standpoint uh, as mahomes and also the chiefs had some chances to kind of put that game out of reach and couldn't do it so what do you think moving forward? I, Cincinnati's not going to – I'm sorry. They're not going to go do anything, I don't think, in the playoffs. The Chiefs probably lost that number one spot now in the division. What do you think of the Chiefs' chances? Do you still like them the best? I do because I I don't know, though. Tennessee might have Derrick Henry back by then. There's a yep. pretty good shot. Yep. And they have a great running game, and they control the clock. And they have a shot if it comes down to them, but I don't know whether Tennessee will get that far. You know, they may lose their first, uh, they'll get a bye, but they may lose the next one because the way it would shape up, if things go right, they would either play Buffalo or New England. Now, I'm not sure they beat either one of them. I'm not sure they do either. So. I, like, I like Buffalo as the main competition for the Chiefs, I think, uh, right at this point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I still would pick the Chiefs. Yeah. Somebody said the home field advantage. I 
you know, I don't think that matters a whole lot to Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think they can win anywhere. Uh, but that was a tough loss for them. It really was. Yeah. And um, makes them doubt themselves a little bit. For sure. And like I said, they do lose the home field advantage. I kind of agree. I don't think it makes a huge difference. Uh, I think Tennessee Tennessee is a a weak number one. uh, Terribly weak. But like I said, getting Henry back will help. I still don't think they're great, though. Uh, Quick question. Are you sick of listening to Romo? And uh, Russ says Romo is just bad. What, what What are your thoughts on Tony Romo? Do you like him? I do. So I'll be in the minority here. So <laughs> I got to tell you guys, I don't listen to that shit much. I, I'm the same way. I turn the sound down as low as I can. I do too. I and I get so sick of it with any of them. Yeah. Um, now, now Sandy, she's, she's got to have that TV turned up because she, <laughs> she likes to listen to them. So when she's watching with me, you know, I hear it, but he doesn't bother me too much. Um, None of them do really. I, I, I kind of like Aikman, you know. I get a little tired of him sometimes. Yeah, but I think he's pretty fair. I do. Now the guy on uh, with Michaels, he gets on my nerves. Uh, Colin uh, Yeah, yeah. Colin he, gets, he gets on my nerves a little bit. I think he's harmless, but he gets on my nerves a little bit. But yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. I, I like, uh, <laughs> maybe not the drunk fans, but I like to hear the crowd. So I, I have the sound on, but I don't pay attention no. to the announcers whatso- whatsoever. No. I just don't. I do think he gets a lot of things right. Yeah, he, he does. He does. A lot of hate for, for, for Joe Buck on here. Uh, Lincoln says better than Joe Buck. And then Jason almost says Aikman's okay, but Joe Buck is god awful. No, 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 no comment on Joe Buck. You must like him. Doesn't bother me a bit. See, again, I, I just don't, I don't pay attention to him. I really don't. Uh, the, like the Manning cast, everybody's going crazy over that. I can't, I don't, that's the last thing I, I want to do that. is but have is, them be like yeah. the, the forefront and the screen for the game being little over here in the corner. No, I don't care for that at all. No, I want, I'm just, I don't really give a shit what they think. I don't either. I don't care. I really and honestly and truly don't. And that's, I don't have anything against those guys. No, I don't either. I like them both. That's why I don't watch football to listen to them talk. I just don't. Like I said, I don't give a shit about what they think. I I don't, I don't. Uh, Magic, I like him too. So you're me and you. Yeah. Well, there you go. That, that, that's a pair. Blood Brothers, okay. Blood Brothers. <laughs> oh, Buck Brothers. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're the Buck Brothers. Uh, Sandy says she doesn't like the Manning group. It's annoying. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's just like, I don't care about this. Yeah, we should do this. Do two bet sports live stream during the game. We should definitely do that. <laughs> that was a little TV. We're sitting there. Yeah. Call place. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. <laughs> Uh, remember Omaha. Monday Night Football Omaha. when Dennis Omaha. Miller and Tony Kornheiser did it? That was awful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. It? Let's move on. Tennessee, uh, like I said, they're one step closer. They got to win one more, and they play the Jets, and they should do it. But they beat the Dolphins 34-3, to ending the Dolphins' run at the playoffs. Uh, they're 8-8 eight eight with one game left. Still a good recovery, but the Dolphins' season pretty much done. 
Huge, huge, huge win for the Raiders. They beat the Colts on the road 23-20. to So now the Raiders and Chargers will play this week, and the winner goes to the playoffs. The right. loser most likely stays home because the Colts play Jacksonville. So if the Colts win, they are in. So mm-hmm. essentially Raiders, Chargers in a must-win game for the playoffs coming up. We'll talk about that one on Thursday. That's going to be fun. Patriots get right 50 to 10 over the Jaguars. Oh no, Papa dude, not another rant. <laughs> Tampa Bay <laughs> beats the Jets 28 to 24. Lost in this is Tom Brady pulls off a miracle comeback yeah. somehow uh, in, in New York. How were they behind and how it happened? He had Brady had no wide receivers. He still gets it done. Antonio Brown. <laughs> Takes off the shoulder pads, checks the shirt, checks the gloves into the crowd, and walks off at the middle of the game. Did you ever think you would see anything like this, Papa Dude? Uh, no, it didn't surprise me at all. These guys are they're freaking idiots. They are just self-centered, selfish son of a bitches, is what they are. They don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. <laughs> And that's what college is coming to, and that's why I'm sick about it. Oh my god! <laughs> I think Magic, you may just had a new soundbite that you could use for our, our intro video there. No, you probably shouldn't. You might have to bleep it. Bleep it if you do. But no. <laughs> I mean, I heard I've heard people. You know, I'm talking about it all day on sports radio, and and uh, I think he played in Pittsburgh for like nine years. Yep. And how did Mike Tomlin put up with? I guess he can put up with anything if he put up with him for nine years. I guess he respected him. I don't know, but we don't know what happened. Uh, I thought Brady. Did you hear what he had to say after the game? Yeah, yeah. You talk. I know a lot of people hate Brady, but you talk about a class guy. Yeah. I, I Brady was very calm and said, "Listen." We're going to give this guy the bit of the fit of the doubt. Yeah. He's got some problems. Let's hope he gets this worked out. He don't have a problem. He's just a self-centered son of a bitch. That's all he is. <laughs> it's all about him. It's, it's, you know? it's, it's definitely coming out. People are worried. So, you know, like, like, uh, you know, Mark says he needs some help. I don't uh, He's a ticking time bomb anywhere he goes. Yeah, but- let's go tick off somewhere else. Yeah, he's he's definitely gone now. Yeah, and, Mark, and Jason. Mark, here's why I don't feel sorry for him. How much money has he made being an asshole? Yeah, a lot, and he's he's still the same asshole he was before he had any money. And he he he's just there's something wrong with him. And yeah. you know what? He's not our problem, guys. He's not our problem. Get him out no. of there. I loved what the Tampa Bay coach said. We're not talking about him. He's not a buck anymore. Let's right. talk about some guys that are here. I love I thought I thought Brady very classy though, like you said. He, oh, he was. He was great. Because that was a they were they were behind two scores when this happened. And I mean, this was like, wow, Tampa Bay is having a meltdown. <laughs> and it's like, oh wait, they still have Tom Brady and <laughs> he's gonna throw to literally. I think you and I could have played receiver at, at one point in that game. I mean, unbelievable unbelievable yep. I, I don't i think tampa bay's uh, just they're they're a sinking ship so to speak but it was, a, it was a, lot a, of injuries. a lot of injuries yeah a lot of injuries for sure uh the eagles will move on here the eagles clinch the playoff spot <laughs> 20 to 16 unbelievable the eagles are in the playoffs I, in the playoffs 
I was looking back on on our predictions uh, the start yeah. of the year before the year started. Like, man, we we hated the Eagles, and I know, great year. All, all respect. They had to come from behind on the road. I know Washington's not great, but still, division opponent on the road behind, they win. Hats off to the Eagles, one hundred percent. Absolutely, what a year! And you know what? That guy's a he's done a heck of a job coaching. I mean, my God, you'd have to say so, right? They gave up on the season. They got rid of some players, and maybe they were problems. I don't know, but they turned it around. They're in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think it matters who they play. I don't think they're going to beat them. But, you know, they don't even have to worry about this Dallas game this week. I'm going to tell you, even if they get beat 80 to nothing in the playoffs, they have exceeded expectations, and they have a lot to build on in the future from this season. By the way, you mentioned that we went through all that. I think it was our third show we ever did. I went back and listened to that. Uh And we're both 15 and 10 with seven teams still up in the air, up in arms or up in the air as to what their win total is going to be. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. 15 and 10. I'll take that all day. And hopefully we don't uh, miss those seven. (laughs) And and remember when we said, there's no way the chiefs are going to to lose five games and they did. Yep. Yep. Unbelievable. Right. That, that just seemed impossible before. I know. I know. So, um, one thing we got right, though, Cincinnati. I mean, I know we were both saying, yeah, those, that's too low. They're going to win more than that. So that, that was definitely good. All right. Move on to the last few here. I thought the Rams did, uh, you know, they played like shit for most of this game, but they pull it out and win 20 to 19. Uh, and they just they just kind of keep winning, right? I, I really like the Rams moving forward in, in the playoffs here. Yeah, I do, too. That was – I thought they were beat. I really yeah. did. And – uh yeah, they got a tough game this week. That's a big one, them and the 49ers. So. It's a big game, and yeah, we'll talk about that for just a mm-hmm. second. Uh, quickly, the Chargers beat the Broncos 34-13. to That sets up that win in your end with the Raiders this week. And you talked about San Francisco going to play the Rams this week. They beat the Texans 23-7. to Here's why it's important. Uh, San Francisco has to win or get a New Orleans loss to make right. the playoffs. So if San Francisco loses to the Rams in New Orleans – uh, will be uh, beats the Falcons. That's who they play. They play the Falcons. New Orleans will be in the playoffs, and San Francisco will be out. So that is a huge game coming up. Right. And they did take care of business. Um, the Cardinals they still could win the division after this win, twenty five to twenty two over Dallas. And like I said, if San Francisco beats the the Rams and the Cardinals uh, beat the Seahawks, the Cardinals have won the division after that lull. Even if they didn't, I thought this was a huge win for the for the Cardinals to kind of come out and say, you know what. We're not done. Right. We're not going to just tank it. 25-22, they beat Dallas. What did you think of this one? I agree with you totally. That's exactly what I thought. They needed a confidence builder, you know, something to right the ship. Uh, And they got it. I thought they played really well. They played tough. They could have scored more points. They couldn't get that daggum thing in the end zone. But, uh, I, I, you know, they'd kicked too many field goals. But I still think that was a big win for them. Um, Now they got Seattle at home and they need to win that. And then they're going to go into the playoffs in a good way. And they still got a shot at second. I believe, I believe they can get as high as second. They can. And man, would that be something when just last week we had them buried in fifth. And here's another thing, the way it's shaping up right now, they would play Dallas again 
in the first round. And I think they might have Dallas's number. I don't know. So, yeah, huge win. Yeah, big win. And Kyler Murray's never lost in that stadium. He's now 8-0. So that's another factor if they do have to play Dallas again. So their playoff situation looks much, much better than it did uh, this time last week. That's for sure. Even Even though they're in the same spot, as they were, they it just looks so much better to get that. Well, to play Dallas, I think that's the matchup you would want yeah. if they don't win the division. And now they actually have a shot to win the division again as well. So, yeah, it, you're it, right. They're in the same spot, but, boy, it feels better. Uh, it does. They, they got to be, be feeling good about themselves. And, again, look at Dallas. You know, mm-hmm. that's just what they do. It's just and that's to Mark. Here's the thing. With the Saints here, I like the Saints' chances better than I do the 49ers. What do you think? Yeah, you know, the Saints, they beat uh, the Panthers 18-10. to 10. They get to 8-8. Eight and eight. They, they play the Falcons. I'm telling you, the Saints are rough. They're rough. They're not very impressive. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if you said, hey, you got to win one game, you're going to play the Niners, or you want to play uh, the Falcons, or you want to play the 49ers, certainly you're going to pick the Falcons. So, yeah. And I think, the Saints, I think the Saints have a much better chance of beating the Panthers than the Niners do the Rams. Yep, I know it. So I do, be interesting. I, I do think the 49ers are a lot better. Yeah, I do too. I think the 49ers are a better team than the Saints. But that will be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks win 51-29 over the Fighting <laughs> Lions uh, from Detroit. And then finally, Green Bay seals up the number one seed. They win 37 to 10 over the Vikings. The Vikings were helpless in this game. Uh, what do you think? I got a comment on that on the commentary of that game last night. Okay. I don't know how much of it you watched. I didn't watch all of it. I would have liked to have had ten dollars for every time they said Aaron Rodgers' name in that game <laughs> last night. Was that the most sickening thing you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, it was bad. Every time I didn't listen to it hardly at all. I was in and out of the room and messing around. Every time I'd come in, they were talking about how wonderful he he was. He is. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, he is. But come on, guys. That's a, you know. That was ugh. I was so sick of that last night. Yeah. I mean, it it was pretty sickening, but. Their defense, they didn't really have anything to call. Well, Minnesota was was helpless. They couldn't move it. They had a backup quarterback. Their defense couldn't get pressure. Their defense couldn't couldn't cover anybody. They couldn't stop the run. It was like an exhibition. We we got to give Rodgers his due. He he has had a great season. He is playing great. He really is. Yeah. He he's the MVP of the league. Yeah. So him and his toe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played well. What's that? He has played well. Yeah, he has. He definitely has. He definitely has. As mm-hmm. Sandy said, if the Browns don't win tonight, it will be embarrassing. The Browns aren't going to win tonight. So <laughs> get ready to be embarrassed. Come on, honey. We've been embarrassed all year. We've <laughs> <laughs> been bad. Well, listen, this may be the last uh, this week and next week. Might be the last Browns game you ever watch because <laughs> I think it's – 50-50 at best. Baker Mayfield's back in Cleveland. I did see the offensive coordinator, and I don't know how much power power he's got, come out this week and really defend Mayfield and saying how that harness has affected his throwing motion. 
the harness he has on his uh, hurt shoulder, the left yeah. shoulder, has affected him. And, you know, if if he's not fit to play, they shouldn't play him. Maybe he's insisting yeah. to play. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's somebody will take him. I guarantee, I guarantee you that. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll see where he ends up. I, I don't know. I'm very, 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 very skeptical uh, of him being back in Cleveland. All right. Uh, yeah, rooting for Chubb and Harris for me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hopefully we get it. Very early prediction. Are you going Bama or Georgia, or have you not made up your mind yet? I'm not rooting. I'm not picking against Bama, so the answer is Bama. Yeah, and you're getting points. I, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't I know. I just can't pick against him every time I do. I regret it. So, All right. Let's, um, let's play a little game, okay? Well, first, one thing. Okay. Did you enjoy the Winter Classic hockey game? As much as I did. Yeah, it was fantastic. I got a kick out of Darren Pang. Yeah. It was one of the color guys. Yeah. Talking about how cold he was. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny as could be. That was really it was great. Good. Yeah, the winter, the winter classic, the, the the annual outdoor game in the NHL, the Blues and Minnesota played, and it was a it was a great game. It was a yeah. great, great game. Um, the Blues won. It was a great game for us because the Blues won easily. Uh, six to four. It was freezing cold. The Blues showed up in Hawaiian shirts. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly's beard was frozen. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, it was good. Oh uh, man, it was it was definitely good. Mark says ten of my friends uh, were there. Their beards <laughs> and beers were freezing as well. Yeah. Was uh, what was it like? Ten below uh, wind chill, or was yeah, that, it was yeah, a temperature, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. It was, yeah. I think, at minus four, and then ten below was the windshield. Yeah, okay. it, was, uh, it was brutal. Uh, if you if you love hockey like we do, it's it's just an an, an added element to it. So, uh, <laughs> Aaron is happier. Uh, Brock Lesnar won the championship again. No, I don't watch that. I don't watch the WWE as much, Lincoln. Uh, I'm a, I'm a AEW guy now. Lincoln, we got listen. Wednesday night is a big night. Don't I, I will not be available Wednesday night for anything. So that's it's a big AEW night. So, by the way, one more thing about Lincoln. I heard he was in a mule shoe where he's from. Uh huh. And he and his family went up to Amarillo to some restaurant to eat. And they had to leave because the people in Amarillo were hassling him so much over what happened at OU. Okay. I need to know where he went to eat. Well, I, I, I didn't get that. Remember, I lived in Amarillo for six weeks. No, I, they, said, they said where it was, and if I heard it, I probably didn't know. Was it the steakhouse? Like the no, no, the, no. The, shit. no. Um, God, I got to know this. I have to know it. I, Lincoln, where'd you I, go? You're here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would know it if you said it. I had I never. Heard to, I went to all the local ones. First of all. I can't believe he was in Amarillo. He lowered Well, himself. now this is what I heard on Oklahoma radio today. So take it for what it's worth. I think I think they might be lying about this, but we'll see here. Well, uh, was it, down, it was true. So was it a, you don't know what kind of restaurant it was or anything? Oh, it's Lincoln Riley. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, it's, it's Amarillo. They, there isn't much there. Um, like three words. Silver cup or the some. The silver cup? I don't know. <laughs> There's not, 
<laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I might not know the name of it. The big steer? It wasn't the big steer. No, that's that big. That's that restaurant where you eat the. Yeah, you could eat the steak. You eat it all. Steak. It's a huge steak. Yeah. No, the big Texan is that. Is it not? Oh, the big okay. Steak. Big Texan. It's a. So it, listen, if you ever go through Amarillo, it's worth going in there. I mean, the food isn't anything great, but it's kind of fun. Um. I don't know what it is. That's fascinating. They had to leave, huh? That well, whoever I heard this on. I don't remember what show, but somebody was in there that was a friend of one of the broadcasters on the radio show, and they had told him that they were in there. Wow, that's amazing! I'm, uh, gosh, I got to figure out where that's at. That's unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Amarillo, not a bad place, honest to God, really not that bad. Um, all right, I was gonna say, if if I gave you, let's oh. play a game. What a burger. <laughs> no, that's where Venables goes. <laughs> uh, okay. If I get let's let's play would you bet this? Okay. Okay. If I said I'll give you 10 to 1 odds on the Rams to, to win the Super Bowl, would you bet it? 10 to 1? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They currently are 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd take that. Okay. If I said I'll give you 10 to 1 odds on the New England Patriots, would you bet it? No. No. Okay. I agree. They're actually 16 to 1. So I tried to trick you up with that one, but you were right on. If I said, who are the favorites right now uh, to win the Super Bowl, who would you think would be the favorites? This is not necessarily who I think's the favorite. Yeah. Who are the betting? Who favorites? I think is going to win. Yeah. Packers, Chiefs. You're right. The Packers are four to one. The Chiefs are five to one. Would you bet Green Bay at four to one right now? No. Would you bet the Chiefs at five to one? Yes, every day. Okay, so you are saying the Chiefs at five to one. Do you think that's the best? Let me read up. Read them all off. The Packers are four to one. The Chiefs are five to one. So so far they're your best bet. You think? Uh, like that's the most. My, that's like, my AFC participant. Okay. Okay, but if you had to pick one, the Chiefs okay. would be it. So far, so far, yes. Mm -hmm. Tampa is seven and a half to one. Okay. What do you think? Well, yeah. What else I got? <laughs> the Bills are seven and a half to one. Can't take them because I got the Chiefs. Yeah. Rams, like I said. Uh, the Cowboys are 10 to one. I, no way I'd know nope. that. No. Nope. So it's between Tampa and the Rams for me. Okay. Uh, Tennessee, 14 to one. This is going to be the number one team in the AFC. They're going to have home field throughout. So and they're 14 to one. They're 14 to one. Would you bet them at 14 to one? No. Okay. See, that's very interesting. That goes to the take of, uh, I think they're one of the weakest uh, mm -hmm. teams to ever be number one. Uh, Indianapolis at 16 to one. I would bet them before I would Tennessee. <laughs> but I, no, I would not bet them. The Arizona Cardinals were once the best team in the league record wise. They're 18 to one right now. 18 to 1. I would bet them before I would Dallas. Uh, Jason Hommel says the Titans 14 to 1. Hell yeah. And uh, Dan says the Rams are the best value. Uh, you would bet the Cardinals before you would bet Dallas. I will take the Cardinals at 18 to 1 over Dallas at 10 yes. 100% yes. agree with that. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals are 20 to 1. That's pretty good value on the Bengals. I like the Bengals better than I do Tennessee. I would kind of agree with that as well. And then we get to the long shot. San Francisco 49ers, 35 to 1. No. 
Um, the uh, let's see, I lost my place. Uh, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, thirty-five to one. No, they may not even make the playoffs. So well, that's no. why they're thirty-five to one. Uh, no, I would not bet them. You know, I would not bet them. <laughs> There's no chance. Would you take a flyer on Jalen Hurts at sixty to one? Love him, but no. And then, well, the, sixty to one might throw a dollar or two in there, but <laughs> not very much. Uh, the Raiders are a hundred to one. No, I, I tell you, <laughs> they could beat the Chargers this week. Yeah, but then they're going to have to play the Chiefs in the know, first round. A couple bucks on a hundred to one. Uh, no, they're not oh, going to win the Super Bowl. No. How about this? Eagles sixty to one. Raiders a hundred to one. Saints one fifty. <laughs> Minnesota's 200. They are limited. They're out. Why they're on there. The Ravens are 250 to one and the Steelers are 500 to one. Um, who would you take out of all those? Okay. So it says who is it? the Saints? Saints are 150. The Raiders are 100. Eagles are 60 to one. And then that's really it. Like the Vikings, Ravens. Oh, and, they're, out. they're out. They're out. So out of those three, who would you rather play? The Eagles. This, who would I rather play? Yeah, Eagles. No, no. Who would you rather who like bet? Who would I bet? Yeah. The Eagles. Eagles at 60 to 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So out of all of them, though, you think the Chiefs at 5 to 1, that would lead the play. That would be my – oh, I was supposed to pick the Super Bowl winner, wasn't right. I? Right. Mm-hmm. If, if Brady can get there. Oh, boy. I can't. I can't. I, 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 huh? I can't bet them. I just can't bet against them. Here's yeah, the thing. But... I don't think Green Bay's going to make it. That's, really? I don't. Yeah. I just don't. Um, they don't make it usually, you mm-hmm. know? I, I I don't know. Uh, the best bet, I think, is the Rams at 10 to 1, just because of the odds. Yep, I do too. I would bet the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, 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 I'm with you. I even if the Packers get there, it's just like, I, would I don't want to take the favorite this year. Four to one seems a little low. I I, I think you're right. Yeah, I'm going to go the Chiefs and the Rams there. I think that NFC is going to be a crapshoot. Yeah, you know, it's hard to figure. If the if the if the Chiefs play like they're capable, they should win the AFC. I think. I would think. Yeah, I would Buffalo scares me a little. What was Buffalo again? Seven and a half. Seven and a half to one. If the Chiefs lose this week, Buffalo could pass them and yeah. get them home. See, that's what you don't know right now. I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose in Denver, though. So no, I don't either. I don't I know. Don't. I don't know if Buffalo, if they get to the Chiefs, I don't know if they can beat them in uh, in City. I don't yeah, know. I agree. They have once, but I don't know if they did again. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But we'll see. I think how these teams play the last couple of weeks going in, or well, the last week and then the first week of the playoffs. We'll see when we get there. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it's it's very wide open. It, it could go a lot of different ways this year. There's no doubt about that. So, right. all right, guys, we're gonna get off of here. The the Monday night football game has started, and uh, nobody has. Any- well, fantasy wise, it's big for me. <laughs> I know you have to watch it. I don't. This is a seven hundred dollar game for me tonight. So <laughs> we'll see yeah. what happens. 
Oh. Uh, yeah. So look for Chubb and Harris to get a lot of rushing yards. That's the key tonight. All right, guys. We're going to get off here. Thank you all for joining us. I thought the uh, first 30 minutes of the show was uh, fantastic with all the interactions. So, oh, you guys were great. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah we knew we knew Papa Dude would bring it, and he did. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to be good. So, uh, the Thursday show, we'll talk about those must win games uh, in the NFL uh, last week of the season. And, of course, we'll talk about the national championship game. And, so, and also, Aaron, the website has switched over to basketball. Yep. Made our first picks today on a couple of games in basketball. Uh, so we'll see how we do. The NBA games are pretty tough sometimes. Yeah, let me pull up and we'll put the site on the screen here for everybody. Uh, just a second here. There it is. Okay, so... Whoops, let me click on that. So you go to the site right now, and you see all the horse racing new stuff Magic is posting as we speak. Go to other sports, and there you go. Uh, you got a free basketball pick for tonight for the NCAA and for the NBA. Uh, of course, you got still some football articles left up there as well. you got the Monday night game is there as well. So a, a lot going on on the site right now. And, yeah, basketball going to be full force. Uh, boy, and now that college football is about over. So I have NFL as well, obviously. Yeah, the rest of the and we'll have we'll have picks every day. Yeah, uh, because there's games every day. Yeah, so. that's right. So what he's what Val Papa dude's basically done is like here are your NBA best bets, and uh, he's got two of them today, mm -hmm. and then he has one. He has one game he really likes in college tonight. Well, there wasn't very many college games tonight. Yeah. And by the way, COVID is just smashing college basketball. There's yeah. just, there's a lot of postponements. In, yep. in college basketball right now. So it remains to be seen what's going to happen. Yeah. And by the way, then uh, Aaron has uh, NHL picks too, right? Yeah, I'll click on that. NHL picks every game, every night. There it is there. The, only one game tonight on the third, Edmonton in New York. And then uh, eight games tomorrow for the fourth. And uh, yeah, same thing with the college, or with, the, uh, with college and, and NBA and also NHL. A lot of COVID problems, a lot of cancellations. But we're definitely um, we're definitely covering everything here as we as we keep on uh, keeping on. Just because football's over doesn't mean we're going away. We'll be here. So that's right. Make sure to tune in for all of that and check out the website, guys. Uh, as we, we we keep on going. So all right, that's it. We really are going to get out. Oh, sounds like the Browns dropped the pass. Big shock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Baker yeah. can't really catch it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, my wife is very upset at the Cleveland receivers. Well, they're awful. So, yeah. yeah. All right. We're getting off here, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back on Thursday. Until then, good luck, everybody, and your wagers. And uh, we'll see you right back here on Thursday. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So, you want to bet sports? But you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman. And it's Bob the Coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full.